You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is The Human Condition. I'm Vince Orlando. I'm Sean Davis. Hey, I'm Steve. Just Steve. Just Steve. How you doing, Just Steve? I'm doing a lot better now, man. I'm just getting over this month-long cold. Yeah. Still got a little bit of congestion, but it's nothing like it was the other day. Like, my eyes were all red and raw, and, you know, I couldn't stop sneezing. Robust. The yeah. Robust tea. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm drinking it again. I'm drinking it again, man, because this, this – uh, I was reading the other day that the the black mold stuff, they said at best, you know, once you're out of, out of the environment, about a month, said it could t- be a year where these symptoms linger. You got to be bullshitting me, man. But uh, anyway, um, that stuff's a lifesaver. So I feel you on the sickness. And I know I'm saying it wrong. I, I think the I is pronounced like a Y. Robi, Robi T. Robios or something. Yeah. How's it spelled? Well, R O O B I S. But I, I think the I. Robust. We'll, we'll have to bring it in and show yeah. next time because it, it really tea. does. It's it really a red does. Tea, and it strictly goes right here like it's almost it's just, instantly clears just designed up. to open this up like right away like 100 percent. first two sip you can feel it like open up like your adenoids and everything and then it just the drainage just starts coming down and it's nice yeah is it like There's, menthol no man it's huh? just red tea some Afri- real big african out. root or something yeah it's real big in china like the it's part of the whole eastern medicine type thing this has been a public service announcement from yep. the human condition exactly um <laughs> All right. So today, That's part of what we're talking about, right? Today we're talking about manifesting, right? Yeah. I, I didn't manifest being sick, or maybe I did. You know. Um, so manifesting, like we we said in the description, it's a word that's thrown around a lot now, right? In pop culture, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to manifest that. And the reality is that we're manifesting every second of every day, whether we like it or not, from the time we're born. From you know, and first we're manifesting from our faulty programming, assuming that you were not born in a manger and told that you were, you know, a, a god. <laughs> you know what I mean? Assuming that you were born this regular human life, you were you were trained to adhere to the truth. The truth that the five senses. Um, are where it all begins and ends for you, right? So we manifest from that space. We manifest from the space of the physical universe until we we hopefully have a spiritual awakening or some type of awakening that says, well, there's something more than just me, 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 what I want, what I want, what can I get, who can I get it from? You know, and especially in America where it's consumerism, right? And we're taught to consume, consume, consume. So... So we're manifesting this, you know, and it, it's it's weird because you know, at, at the point that I'm at in terms of my spiritual growth, I'm eons ahead of where I was intellectually, right? But it, it doesn't matter what I know because subconsciously there's still programming in there that manifests the shit that I don't want to happen in my life. So I have to take those things as lessons and and – and the way I look at it now is, okay, what's the universe trying to present to me? What what am I trying to – there's something here for me to – there's there's some growth here. There's something maybe I need to fix in myself or um, like the traffic on the way here. I thought it was going to be late. I didn't manifest the traffic, you know. But did you manifest getting here in the nick of time? 
I did not. So you were just like, however it goes, it goes. That's what I, that, that's exactly what I did because I, I had I got stuck with this flood at the new house, right? You were distracted, and I was dealing with that. Lost track of time, like oh shit, you know. And then uh, then I the frustration starts to kick in when the slow person's in front of you because now everybody's slow. And then I then I caught myself. I said, you know what, it is what it is. And then I said, I'm I'm not even going to make that text yet because I'm still you know a half hour away. Not even going to make that text yet. I'm going to wait till I get to around you know twelve miles, see how it is. And then if it looks like I'm going to be late, I'll shoot a text saying I might be a few minutes. So that's what I did. And then lo and behold, I'm here five minutes early. So yeah, but I maybe I did manifest that being here on time by by not getting caught up in the uh, you know because there's the cars beeping and everybody else yeah. is pissed off and. And I'm kind of just looking at them thinking, you know, what's the point? Right. That sounds like patience. I mean, you're just, acceptance. what are you going to, yeah, yeah. Acceptance. surrender, like just sitting surrender, there. Yeah. It's surrender. You know, like if you're sitting in tra- rush hour traffic, I, I don't think it's going to matter how, you know, positive you are about it. You're going to be sitting in the traffic. It, 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 acceptance, I, man. I think, I think the surrender piece, I think you can change a lot. <clears throat> I think you can change your reality through the surrender activity to change what's going on. So if I'm in a traffic jam and I accept the fact that I'm in this traffic jam and that I may be late to the studio and everything, the chances of the universe opening up pathways for me to get to where I need to be can open up. You know, I've I've heard some stories of a lot of like old school unity uh, ministers and stuff would tell you uh, one time they, they prayed to slow up time. And uh, they told me the story and they were like an hour and 15 minutes away from somewhere they needed to be in like 20. And they had. Greg Braden talks about that too on some of yeah. those, those spiritual treks that, that they take where. Uh, all of a sudden, they're just there. I, I, I wish I knew the story verbatim, but it, it was a. I was, I was like, wow. Yeah, they, I forgot. I forgot the reason why they needed to go, but um, they had spoke of this story where they had prayed together to, because there's no nothing you can do. You can't drive any faster. You know, they just prayed and asked God to slow up time. And a place that was like an hour and 15 minutes away, they got there in 25 minutes. And this may sound a little woo-woo, right? Yeah. But but, I mean, but even from a physics perspective, and there's there's physicists that will argue that time is real, and, and there's physicists that will say it's a man-made construct. I, I tend to believe the latter myself based on my experience. And from a spiritual perspective, there is no time just as – when you if you go into space there's no north south east west all that dissipates right you're just in space so from within the spiritual spiritual realm there is there is no time and everything that every possibility that that could happen is happening right now and 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 even in quantum physics it would say that everything's happening right now depending on the frequency with which uh, things are consciously being viewed. Yeah, it, it will determine the physical state, right? But everything is happening right now, and right now, you know, there's there's 
billions of different us's doing different things. We're not doing a podcast. I mean, just know? picture a car full of like four unity ministers that have been doing it for 30 plus years. Just imagine the consciousness in the car and them all praying together. I'm pretty sure they can bend time, you know, to to get to what they need to be, especially if it's all in divine alignment. Well, and you know, I'd like to hear Steve's opinion on that because I know his logical brain is uh is probably going sideways on that one. I guess the way that I would put it, the the gotcha for me with that kind of thinking is: so we have this universe, and I need something. So I'm going to ask God to intervene in this universe where he set up all the rules and he listens to me and he slows down time for me. That's cool. What about the three billion people that have died of measles? What about the people that are dying right now of hunger? Why isn't it? So he's going to help me get from one place to another very quickly, but he's not going to help heal this blind kid or this sick kid or this dying person in this inferno. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's it just doesn't. That doesn't ring true to me. That's what manifesting is. So you're <clears throat> manifesting subconsciously whether you like it or not. The power to manifest consciously isn't something that everyone is capable of. So most people pray wrong, right? So I, I, from a unity perspective, I can't see that they're sitting there saying, please, God, slow time down. They just already see themselves there on time, Yeah. right? You know, it's already happened. It's the same they way. They believe it as it's already there so if they believe that they're going to be there in 25 minutes and they're there in 25 minutes well i would just you know i would weaponize those people if they're able to bend time and change physics <laughs> I'd maybe put them were. in a room maybe there was a path i'd make know? them you know manifest me a few million dollars so i can go take care of these people and you know feed these people and take care of this problem like get those people in a room and have them praying for the things that are good for everybody and you not know just those them. people exist right you know there's medicineless hospitals <laughs> in china where they and where you you can see in real time you can see them chanting and killing tumors cancer tumors and and people's one the last one was a i think i saw a uterus um and they're, all they're chanting is it's already gone it's already gone it's already gone and you're watching this this thing on the uh, the ultrasound disappear. It, it was like two and a half minutes. So, so they the things they are possible. Um, problem is we're blocked by the subconscious. So, if I'm a child, I get measles, and I think I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. It's gonna happen. Well, you're, I mean, I, you're, you're an infant. You're not doing a whole lot of thinking. You know, you got measles, and you're gonna die well, by the time you're different. one. An infant's different, and but that's, nobody's stepping knows in for them. Well, who knows what that plan is? You know, that's the thing is is I don't know, and I I always have to go back to my kids being harmed or taken from you know the the universe or the the physical universe earlier than I would like them to be taken. Right? It, that's that's where I have to test my my spiritual. Um, resilience to or, or, or am I walking the walk or talking you know am I just doing a bunch of jibber jabbering and I have to ask myself what what only my egoic mind thinks that they should have a set amount of time here and I should go first that's that's what my ego wants I don't want to go through that I don't want to see them suffer but I only have this mind, which is confined to the five senses. I have the ability to tap into the sixth sense. I, I, I know some things, right? But 
I don't know what the plan is here. And, and, and I do believe that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So sometimes somebody comes here and they serve a greater purpose than a long life. And sometimes that's an infant and that does something to a family. It might sound cruel, but when you cross over to the other side, and I don't know if you've ever had a near-death experience through almost dying or through psychedelics or peak experiences, but I have. And what I know is, what I know for a fact is once you cross over, none of that matters. It doesn't matter. There are no questions. There's a... You don't have any questions. You think you 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 have all these questions when you cross over, but you just you're just you just have wholeness, you know. So you go from that to that. I mean, I, it, there's war torn countries and there's kids suffering everywhere, and and to try to make sense of it with our human brains, it's just not possible. It's not possible. We don't know what that that that's there for, you know. Maybe it's I'd to have make to us live better. that reality. I'd have to live the reality. For me to see the spiritual side of that, you know what I mean? I can't judge it. You know, that's like a thing it's it's been doing for a long time is like, it's almost like I can't really judge anyone else's situation anymore. I just, I can't, you know, it it makes no sense to me to do it because I don't know. It's like helping someone in recovery, you know, got this friend, been struggling in recovery, whatnot, in a relationship that I want to say is toxic. It's been toxic before, and he's asking me for help, and and the first thing in my mind is like, dude, if you want the help, you got to get rid of that fucking relationship, and, and he, he was talking to me. And I listened, and I, I was like, oh, ugh, you know, and he wanted me to come meet him, so I met him, and I realized that, you know, he's, you know, in this relationship with the woman, the woman's daughter is really close with him, and his kids are close with, and and I was trying to judge it, uh, and, and I know it was toxic before, but who's to say that it's toxic now? And after a while, like you just. I just want everyone to do whatever they're going to do. And, you know, I can't judge any situations anymore based on my own reality because half the time I'm not even experiencing the reality of the other person or the situation. So it puts me really just in a position to offer, like, my best intent, my best wishes, my best prayers for whatever might be ailing the situation. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, if you uh, if you go around judging, that's why I think that's why it's mentioned in the Bible. At least to me, that's how I interpret it. Uh, if you go around judging people, you carry that with you. It's it's so well, easy though, lest it, you be judged. It, yeah, I by mean, but, yourself, basically. Right, because social now, I've judged media, you as a bad person. Now I have to carry that with me because <clears throat> I'm better than you for you to be bad. But how so much I are you judging on that. the scroll when you're scrolling through? Like, I always find that when people are scrolling and. And you're doing the Facebook thing, you know, it's just like, it's just like a judgment, 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 judgment almost. And, and it's like part of the reason why, like, I really want to ditch Facebook just because, like, there's just so much. Well, there's a fucking like button. It's yeah. It's so judgy. And, and, you know? and it just like it, it's like a, 
it's like Adderall for the ego, you know, and it just like boosts it so hard. And it is. It's and a- it's just loud and it's like, and then, you know, you see people that are hurting or, you know, struggling and they're posting that they're struggling and and they're being judged for the struggle and it's like, damn, like, you know, then you probably think like, man, why would you post that only to hear a bunch of bullshit motherfucking judgmental people and, you know. Well, and there's the opposite. Too. And then there's the opposite, you know. Like, so, oh, look how good he's doing. Right. Fuck that but, guy. You know, the comparing, the comparing and the judging, my, my, my outsides got to match your outsides. But Even you, if my insides is fucking toxic darkness, just complete insanity see i don't i don't have a problem with any of that because all social media is is human nature amplified right so i have access and i was just talking to uh to my uh to my cousin today it's actually my cousin's son and uh and we were we were talking about social media and there's good and there's bad to it so when i was a kid you know, back back then, everybody would, you know, they, they would, oh, that's gay or that's whatever. Um, meditation, if you even heard the word, oh, that's fucking, that's for them. You know, so, so, you, so you don't, mm-hmm. so I would never look into it, right? I remember I wanted to act, but I wouldn't do drama club because somebody would make fun of me. I was so insecure, but I was a cool guy, right? But so insecure, I wouldn't do what I wanted to do. So I was so afraid of being made fun of. I didn't have the ability... To, I don't believe what my friends are telling me, you know, uh, and I, the, my biological father figure was gone and, you know, it's my, my stepfather who came in to fill those shoes in a far more positive way. Um, you know, I didn't always lean on him cause I was rebellious and in my head, the man of the house before he came, you know, so, so I'm out there with this crowd of friends and, you know, gangster rap kind of became my father figure, right? NWA. Straight and, out of Compton. And I, and I didn't have I didn't have the internet to go to when I disagreed with somebody. And, uh, and I didn't feel like I, I could talk to my parents because I was in that rebellious. So I'm listening to these, you know, we were all idiots. We're dumb kids doing dumb shit, right? And we found, we, we became, most of us were from broken homes. And we, we made our own little family out on the streets. Kids now, if... If something doesn't sit right with you, bullying people never sat right with me. I never thought that was cool. Did I did I drop some jokes from time to time? Yeah, I did. And those, those are parts of me that, you know, I, I guess I had to experience, right? Um, you know, or did I or did I sit by and watch it happen on occasion um, when probably I should have stopped it and said something? Yeah, and, and I, I learned from those things, but... I didn't have the ability to uh, to validate my instinct in that this is wrong, right? So it was real easy for me to fall into the crowd because, well, there's nothing that is contradictory to this. So whatever, and it's cool, and ha, people are patting me on the back, and you know what I mean? So, But now you want to know what meditation is, just Google it. You want to get some background information on it? Google it. In private. Wellness. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have to go ask the question to your teacher. You don't have to go. Qu- you can Google it, and then you can, for yourself, investigate further. Wow, this sounds really cool. Is this true? Can I feel this way? So there's a huge positive to social media 
There's also a negative, and that's the yin and yang. And so I like that it amplifies the human condition in its current state, the, this, this consumeristic, superficial state, because people like us, now we can, we can interject with, with the positive aspects of life. You know, and there's going to be somebody out there that's going to say, oh, why do you post like that all the time? You're just being sanctimonious. Yeah, you're fake. I know what you were like in the past. You know what I mean? Like that type of shit. But like our our job while we're here is to be the light. And if we can be the light, we can manifest the light. And in order to do that, we have to we have to detach ourselves from the good opinions of others. What do you mean by that? What do you know about well, manifestation? I was just going to ask, I'm be asking. the light and manifest the light. What What does that mean? What do you know about manifesting? I know just about what you've said. All right. <clears throat> so, unless it has anything <clears throat> to do with the secret, uh, kind of. Yeah, a lot of that. There's a Se- lot of secrets. Entry grade. Yeah, yeah. Else. The the secrets kind of like an introductory to manifestation and opening up the relationship between you and the universe and law of attraction and how attraction. that works. Yeah, Thank law you. of attraction and for. how it works. And you know, there was a this program at Renaissance Unity a long time ago. It was like a like everyone was doing it. It was called the 4T Prosperity Program. They don't do it anymore. Why? I don't. But this guy had made this program, and uh, it call, was called Tithing Your Time, Talent, and Treasures. So in this book, it was about manifesting prosperity and abundance, whatever that means to you. Some people look at it as money. Some people look at prosperity and abundance in other things, whether it be love, you know, gardening, crops, whatever, just what whatever you want it to mean for you. And so the first exercise was he wanted you to say that I am prosperous. You had to say it 120 times a day and you had to write it 120 times a day for a week. And then the second week, you do another project. They did like vision boards. And you learned that, you know, like, so tithing is kind of like big in churches and stuff. So if you weren't able to like tithe money, like he considered your time a way to tithe. So if I was donating my time for a part of service, it would be part of this prosperity and abundance program and it was all about how to manifest what you want and knowing knowing that you are prosperous because my mind is always going to be stuck in lack and limitation because that's the american way i never have enough i'm never going to have enough you know we look at our bank account oh i don't have enough for this and i don't have enough for that that mindset will keep you poor for the rest of your life. Because that's what you're manifesting. Right. I'm looking at myself as if I'm already less, that I don't have enough. So I'll never, if I never have enough, then I'm always going to be stuck in that mindset. If I switch my thinking into that I have unlimited amount of resources, I have unlimited amounts of abundance, just because my Let's say my checking account says $423 and it's got to last me two weeks. I need to look at that number and believe that it's unlimited, that that $423 can manifest itself and increase in ways that I can't even explain, but
but I know that it'll be more than enough. Let's say you have to pay a bill at the end of the week for $400. You believe that that $423 is going to manifest itself and all my abundance and all my prosperity is already taken care of and I have to believe it. To, to manifest is to bring forth into existence. Right. Right. So um, most people pray wrong. I was taught as a child to pray wrong. Please, God, do this for me. Please, God, this. Please, God, that. That's not how you pray. That's not what prayer is. God doesn't speak English. Whatever God is, it, it could be a, a source of energy. I think everything's conscious, you know, everything, subatomic particles. There's a conscious interaction. I don't know what level of consciousness God is, but I believe it's higher than does does God think like a human? Probably not. You know, is God just an energy source? Maybe. doesn't matter to me. It's inconsequential. Whatever God – I do know whether you're, you're a science guy and you believe in the Big Bang. We came from one source, a singularity. So God don't speak English. So when you're sitting there and you're praying saying, God, please give me this job. Please, please, I'll do anything. Just give me this job. What you're saying from a subconscious level is I don't have. I don't have. I don't have. Please give me money. Please make this person well. What you're saying on a subconscious level is this person is ill. This person is ill. So you're communicating via frequency to the universe the opposite of what you're saying. So the conscious mind and science knows this now, the conscious mind is roughly about 5% of operations in your brain. So you got about 40,000 neurons and, you know, 40,000 neurons per second firing in your conscious brain. Your subconscious occupies the other 95%, around 40 million neurons per second firing. So we have this very limited conscious space and this is the part that knows better, wants to be better, can't understand why I can't get it right be- because it's only getting that much energy put into it naturally um, every second. Meanwhile, you know, the, the, and, and th- the thing is once you get knocked off with stress or anger or whatever, that 5% is gone. Now you're thrown into autopilot. Autopilot was taught wrong. That's where all the faulty programming was brought into play and, you know, you, you, you were made to feel bad for that A you didn't get and you started feeling less than and I'm supposed to get married at this age and all these other things, the fairy tale. Why does the fairy tale not happen to me? Because it's not real fucking life and don't be attached to that. But people don't teach you that and that's not out of male intent. You know, this is just the generations and generations. So in order to manifest, like when I... I don't pray for anything. I pray that, you know, a, a Sparky passed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and me and Sparky had a bond. You know, we, we were spiritual brothers. And then I have a lot of those. But me and Sparky were, we got pretty tight with that project we were doing for him. So I got the news. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I had a dream about him. And I woke up that morning and I'm like, I got to call Sparky. Because he sent me a text before Christmas. He, he was a mad texter with the funny, you know, these long spiritual all caps texts with emojis and shit. Um, so I got that a week before Christmas, which I thought was odd saying ho, ho, ho. And and I got the thought. I'm like, does Sparky know? Because he had been in and out of the hospital. I'm like, does Sparky know something? We don't, you know. And then I didn't hear from him on New Year's Eve. And uh, every day after New Year's Eve, I, w- I would think, I got to call Sparky, see how he's doing, just check in. And then I let the day take over and whatever. And um, 
the day he went into the hospital again, I, you know, you get that feeling like there's, there's an urgency to do something. And there was an urgency to call Sparky. Once again, I let the day get away from me, but all day I'm like, I got to call Sparky. When I get the kids home, I'm going to call Sparky, blah, blah, blah. Get to the house. I get the, uh, I get, I get the kids in there and, and, uh, what do you, what do you guys want for dinner? Start making dinner. And then Sparky's name pops up on my phone. I knew it wasn't Sparky, like something, but I, I knew it wasn't. And I really overcompensated when I answered the phone because I really wanted it to be Sparky, but my gut dropped. And I said, hey, Sparky, what's going on? Real over-the-top shit. And uh, it was Karen, his girlfriend. And uh, she, she's like, I just I want to let you know that I uh, found Sparky unresponsive. He was jaundiced. And so I'm like, all right, you know. Um, and, and hits hard. Then I got to revert to the spiritual principles, right? If 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 we truly embody the principles that we we preach at unity, we don't preach that that we share at unity, that that we are one, that everything is in divine order, that when it's your time, it's your time. There's a plan uh, for us that's greater than we could possibly understand as human beings. Right? There's whatever we leave as. We don't know what heaven is. We don't know what that that other realm is. But there's something, and even. Einstein would, you know, the, the first rule of the first law of thermodynamics is the conservation of energy. So it's got to go somewhere. Even if you're a scientist, that consciousness, that energy has got to go somewhere. So, so I, I knew I had to tell the kids and my daughter's real attached to them. At, at, at the end of every Sunday service, she wants to go talk to Sparky. So, uh, so I'm thinking, you know, if, if I believe, and I know Sparky believed, I can't, I got to go talk to him in the same way I I I truly believe in, in that you know we're gonna pray for him and uh, it, it, so I said that I said we got to pray for Sparky he's in the hospital and oh no I hope he's gonna be okay I'll, I'll pray that he gets better I'm like I'm like don't pray that he gets better pray that he ends up where he's supposed to be and see him there wherever that is don't don't think about where you want him to be think about where he needs to be. You know, because I, I mean, because I don't know, but my ego would like to see him at the back of church on Sunday. Yeah. You know, I didn't go this Sunday because I, you know, I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't have all those conversations. I just knew that it it wasn't good for me. I went to the men's meeting and it, it was uh it was going to be tough, but but that's the human, right? And if if you if you understand. The spiritual laws, which I would also say, you know, physics would call the laws of the universe. If, if you understand these, and if you you're, you truly want to embody them, you you have to be able to allow yourself to be human. But then, within the realm of spirituality, and call it whatever you want, higher principles, higher good. There's a way to not suffer. So I I can feel grief and I can get choked up. And I can miss his physical presence, right? But, but I also know for a fact, I know for a fact that he's living it up right now. And I don't know what that means. I, I don't know that if you're a subatomic particle that just floats around and does your thing. I don't know what the fuck that means. But that consciousness that's been collected on this planet, that goes somewhere and does something. There's purpose there. And we, the, the body's gone. It's irrelevant. He was done with it anyway. You know, he's out. So, flesh is only the flesh, you know. Don't hold much. 
I mean, I think in a way we, you know, what's the second law of thermodynamics? Uh, uh, it's entropy. I think, I think that's a choice. You know what I mean? I th- in human beings, I, you see we don't age the same way as our parents aged. And then before that, you know, so no, and, and they say by what, uh, t- 2030, the uh, 2035 lifespan should go to 150. <laughs> You know what I mean? With with all the advances in stem cell and I was reading Michio Kaku's uh, Physics of the Future. It's a great book. But uh, I, I mean, every time we believe collectively and that's the other thing is manifesting is done yeah. collectively also. Sure so, so, you know, where you might disagree with our, our president, right? I took part in that. You know, I didn't vote for him, but there's something in my consciousness that allowed the conditions for that to happen. So rather than point a finger and judge and say, I, I say, well, what was my part? What did I do in my life? What, what did I look the other way on that, that may have stopped something from like, something from like this from happening? What could I have done? How could I have been better? How could I have been a brighter light? That doesn't mean I could have stopped it, right? doesn't mean I could have stopped it. But what it does is it allows me to move through it without being judgmental without suffering, without creating more suffering for other people by bringing them into my, my anger, you know, it's, and that's, that's how you manifest. You know, I don't know. I I don't. Why was you, why was you in the hospital the other day? Yesterday? Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about that on air. Because you was like, I'm under heavy anesthetic. And so I, I shot you that, uh, Myrtle Fillmore book. Oh, oh, did I? Did you I? Know, I don't even remember responding to you. So yeah, they they, they had me on. Uh, that's asked, really why the reason why I brought up manifestation for the episode was I shot him. So Myrtle Fillmore is one of the co-founders of Unity. All right, and she wrote this book. She had terminal cancer. She got it when she was like seventy-three or seventy-four. She sat in this rocking chair, and she would have a conversation with her God, and she would manifest or envision God healing her with this white light. And while she was doing that, she would write a letter. So she did this like over a year, a little little bit over a year, and they were like, you're not going to last a year. So she was writing these letters and doing this every day, sometimes all day, wrote it all down, she ended up living to be like, so she was like 96, completely healed herself from the cancer because there was no chemo back then. This was like 1925 and, you know, terminal cancer was pretty much you're done, you know. So she well, was they diagnosed it, right? Yeah. Which so, they did wrong a lot back then. Yeah. So she wrote all these letters and then the book once Unity did whatever they did, collectively got all the letters and published this book. But it's really just – it's called Myrtle Fillmore's Healing Letters. And it's just a straight-up book about, like, New Thought Christianity and the letters and how she manifested the healing with her God and what she would say to the God and the letters and – and how she would do it, and uh, I 
I recommend the book to a lot of people who, you know, like one of my boys just got diagnosed with cancer and I told him, you know, I'll get you the book. Um, cause he was like, ah, you know, I might as well check it out cause it's like right to stage four. But it's just like one of them books that can like change your life. But the whole thing about manifesting is that you truly have to believe it. If you don't really believe it, then it doesn't really happen. Subconsciously. You know, if I'm, if I, if I say the words that I believe it, but in my mind, there's an element of doubt, an element of doubt is okay. But if the element of doubt weighs into 50 50, then you're not really believing. Then it's a crapshoot. And if it's a crapshoot, usually it ain't going to turn out the way you want it to. I don't think our subconscious minds, where we are in our human existence, will ever believe the fact, no matter how hard we train them. And I'm not a monk sitting in a monastery where I meditate 10 hours a day. These guys, they can do amazing things. Like, you know, I can't remember the one Deepak Chopra was talking about, stabbed himself, no blood came out, just pulled the knife out. Like, the guys that freeze themselves. You know, there's there's things that they do that we would consider superhuman, and they just do it. I mean, it's it's what they, they mind over matter, which you can do, and you really got to practice that. Us as humans living in this realm, I, I don't think there's. A, do I believe whether Christ really walked on water or not, whether it's a metaphor or whatever? Do I believe it's possible even through the laws of physics? Yeah, I I, I do think that that that. There's physics that would allow for that. Do I think my subconscious mind, even though I believe that it is possible, even though I believe that, my subconscious mind will never let that happen because it's programmed. This is real. You guys are real. This is real. Everything else, you know what I mean? So I got, so that's what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is combating the subconscious programming. So if you don't remain mindful and aware every day, every day, you're, you're, you're an autopilot. You're going to get angry and you're going to revert to autopilot. So there's times where you're driving your car, right, and it, on, on a long drive and, and you, you, miss, you miss an exit right, because you were an autopilot. You still knew how to drive. You didn't get in an accident. You, I mean, you, you still had that down, but you missed your exit because you were an autopilot. That's what it's like when you're not tuned in and mindful of the subconscious programming. That's all it is because that's what prevents us from – all of these great things. When when Jesus went back to to Nazareth, he uh, he couldn't he couldn't heal his own people because they saw him as a carpenter. I don't know if you heard that story, but I mean, he, he, they he couldn't heal anybody. His works didn't work because they didn't believe. He believed, but it takes two, you know. In these medicineless hospitals, these are people that Western medicine doesn't work. Or they're people that believe this already, or they've they've thrown it all up and said, "Well, shit, I got to try something." You know what I mean? And in that surrender to the possibility that there is a healing out there, they get it. Now, sometimes that healing's not in store for you, right? And sometimes, collectively, the the universe is going to bestow tragedies upon people, and and that's just how it is because it's not just me it's not just you it's not just you it's not just those ministers driving in a car manifesting the entire universe it, we all got to work in relationship to one another and for whatever reason the conditions met for them at that time 
You know, there was nothing preventing the universe from opening that gateway up, whatever it was. Maybe it was a path that the driver didn't know about that he had, whatever. You know what I mean? Moses part in the Red Sea. There's even, there, there, there's even scientists who have explanation to what might have happened then when Moses parted the Red Sea, you know? Moses didn't really part it, though. God, he channeled God to part the Red Sea. Well, there's, but, there's, but you see Christian scientists have come up with a, a scientific explanation for it happening. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> you know, if we know that we're all energy, which is frequency— and I don't think there's anybody that can negate that unless you're a – even as a materialist, you have to believe in atoms and subatomic particles. You can't deny their existence. So, so if we know that – and Tesla said it best. He's like when we start putting our, our focus into frequency and energy, that's when we're, we're going to figure it all out. That's, that's where it all is. you know. And, and that's what manifestation is. It's not a wishing well, and that's people misconstrue like the mastermind. People think, well, I've masterminded for two weeks and nothing's happened. This is stupid. I'm done. That's not how it works. You guys, so when I pray, I say, it's put me where I need to be. I, I know that I'm where I need to be right now. I may feel uncomfortable in this place. I, I see some different things for myself. I don't know if they're, you know, and I'll go through these. Things. I, I don't know if they're in alignment with what your plan is, whatever the universe has. And so we all got something unique about us that, that the universe is trying to pull out. I fully believe that we're individualized manifestations of the source. So I, and that's all I'll ask for. Can you pull this out of me? You know, I, I, I'm not asking for I, I, what's that one I'm not, saying? Oh, one in the hand is worth two in a bush. No, but it's something like don't throw cars at glass seek houses. Seek something and like it's kind of like seek and you shall find. No, but believe as if you've already have it. Yeah, you it, know I can't. I'm I ain't no biblical scholar, but there's a prayer where you know, and, and that's part of like the manifestation piece too. Is like believe that you already have it. If you're manifesting a new car, you believe like it's already yours. And the color and how it looks, where it's going to come from, where you're going to find it. You have all these details, <clears throat> and it's in the details that helps the manifestation work. All right. So I've listened to this quite a bit, and I know you'll argue because <clears throat> you guys love to argue. I don't argue nothing. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a, a different kind of form of positive thinking. And I say that because, Oh, absolutely. You know, say that I, I'm unemployed and I'm looking for a job, positive which I am, toxic. which I am right now. I can sit around and say, I'm not good enough to get these jobs that are rolling through. And I can, you know, take myself apart before I even have a chance. So that's negative thinking. I've set myself up for failure, right? Positive thinking. I'm going to nail this. You know, I know what I want. I'm going to go to these interviews and I'm going to get the one that I want. I'm going to make the decision. And then I have the willpower to sit and go for these things and work on these things, accept fa failure if I need to, but also keep m going through the muck if I need to, but look at it in a positive way. If I don't get the job that I think I want, I still say, well, there's other ones. And it wasn't meant for me. Maybe it wasn't meant for me, but that's not, I'm not manifesting anything in my mind. I'm just trying to be positive about it because if i'm negative about it i'm not going to get off the couch but you are manifesting but by, by so positive thinking can be false also 
But by you saying, I'm going to look at the positive outcome of this and say, because it wasn't meant for you, right? It opens you up to the, that's what manifesting is. You've just opened yourself to me, up that's to the just realm changing of your viewpoint. It's I'm what, changing my viewpoint from my, what you were saying earlier, my say I'm depressed because I don't have a job. I'm right. depressed. So my default setting is to be fucking negative about it. Right, right. However, I catch myself and I say, God damn it, Steve, stop that bullshit. Think about it positively. Now, Back in my mind, in my subconscious, I'm saying, uh, you know, there's that's doubt. bullshit. That's there's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're faking it. You're faking it. But if I fake it long enough, I start to believe it on my own. Yeah. Fake it till you make fake it. Fake it till you believe it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Right? Right. So is that still a form of manifesting? Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's, that's been like taught the, to that's, me as positive yeah, thinking. That's like yeah. The, that's like the most ground level form. Like fake it till you make it is... We all had to go. We all had to go through that phase. Well, the bad thing about positive thinking is when you you're, you're faking it and just faking it. You know what I mean? Like you you there's there's a part of you that says I'm lying to myself, and you continue to do it, and then you start to express it outward. But at home, you beat yourself up. You know what I mean? So that's that's different, and that that's a that's there's a danger of falling into thinking I can just stand in front of the mirror and, and say these affirmations. And all these things are going to happen. There's a danger in getting to say, you know, I want this particular job. There's a danger in getting attached to the outcome of that because when that doesn't happen, then you start to doubt everything. But if you say, look, that wasn't meant for me. I'm open. Look, I'm open my, opening myself up to the realm of possibility. I, I, I want what's for my highest good and I'm willing to open myself up to any of that. When I – so – my entire adult life was filmmaking, right? Moved out to L.A. right out of college. So tech, technical difficulties. I, I don't know which one of us manifested that shit, but sorry that the uh, the equipment failed. I hope we got enough in. Uh, if you have questions, uh, looking for material, uh, it, it, it's, it, hit it's, us up on the page. For sure. Hit us up. You know, if you guys got any questions whatsoever about any of the stuff we talk about, just mastermind hit us up. Journal. Yeah, Mastermind Journal, whatever you guys want, just hit us up on the page. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. You guys got questions about books, what we're into, what we're reading, where do we get the knowledge from, all that stuff. Just hit us up on the Facebook the Facebook page. The oh, Mastermind and, Journal is a powerful tool. Powerful, powerful and the tool. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah uh, we got that website now. Either the next episode or the episode after, I'll be... I'll uh, I'll let you guys know what the website is, and we'll have all that information there too. We should try. We should get the link for the mastermind up there. If if you wanna if you wanna learn about manifestation and do it in a group setting, I, I, I can't think of a more powerful tool than that mastermind journal. Yeah, it's a, it's a just a, an, an amazing tool. You put the link up there for them. Will you? I yeah, we, we did uh, on the last one too. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When you, remember you guys brought it in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We but the, the link, link though, the uh, link so people can buy it. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, get we'll take care of. Right. We'll, we'll 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 let's get more interactive. Keep the ideas coming. Questions. If again, we're not we're not just up here blowing smoke. All of us are pretty well read. And and uh, you know, if you do or don't believe the things we're saying, we can give you give you references and draw your own opinion. We'd love to hear. Uh, opinions that are against ours too. You know, that this is what it's about: bringing out debate in a in a peaceful, um, loving way. Um, so disagreements are good, but um, keep it coming. And sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll do better next time. We promise. Sing this.
Good night.